What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And on today's episode, we got to talk about the Bulls starting their West Coast trip off with a bad loss against the Sacramento Kings. How can they rebound? What's some of the things that we saw in this game that are concerning? We'll be talking about all that, plus a little bit of Patrick Williams right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So, fortunately, uh, the one game that I think a lot of Bulls fans, you know, on this on this road trip thought that we were going to win was the one against the Sacramento Kings. And the fact that the Bulls started off this road trip with a loss against a team that is an inferior team. I don't care how good everyone else is playing. The Sacramento Kings are a worse team than the Chicago Bulls. And the fact that the Bulls lost this game and got out to such a, a big deficit in just the first quarter. Now, the Bulls did fight valiantly to come back. That comeback attempt came up short. But the real question in this, and the real thing that I want to talk about this from, is the fact that the Bulls should have never been in that position anyway. And what we're seeing is some of the same things that we've been seeing, some of the same things that you guys have been hearing me say for a while now. The Bulls just did not seem prepared, right? They came in, it's seemingly, right? This is just my interpretation of me watching the game and seeing it, is that, it seemed like the Bulls came in and thought it was going to be not necessarily a cakewalk, but something that, you know, we're going to be able to turn it on. We're going to be able to, to get past this team. And then we'll go on to Utah, go on to Phoenix and things like that. The Sacramento Kings came in this game with a game plan and a defensive plan that really affected the Bulls early on. Now, I will say the Bulls did fight back, right? Having a, a winning third quarter when they won the third quarter by nine points, right? And then went on another run where it looked like they were going to be able to win this game in the fourth quarter. but then. To give up so many points straight to the Sacramento Kings that the Bulls ended up losing this game and losing this game by nine points. It is a this was a super frustrating loss from the Chicago Bulls. And, you know, you can look and try to identify a lot of what happened by, you know, anyone who just watches the box score and looks at this. We had our three main players all be over 20 points in that game. We also got 13 points off the bench from Kobe White, six points and also um one rebound, two assists, and no steals from Alice Caruso as well. This game, the, the Bulls should not have lost this game. And I know a lot of people, you know, when we did the post-game show, a lot of people were, you know, putting it on Vooch. And I think that's just because they saw Sabonis' stat line. A lot of Sabonis' points did not come just against Nikola Vucevic. Let's be clear. Nikola played some solid defense, especially, I would say, in that first half. A lot of... uh a lot of Sabonis' points came in transition buckets. But the thing that, that that frustrated with this team is that the lack of adjustments again. And again, I'm not, I'm still not yet one of those one of those fans that are on the point now of, of, of being over Billy Donovan. But what the I I mean, for anyone who's questioning, what the hell is Billy Donovan doing? Or not doing in a case like this, right? Not doing. Now, some people may say and respond, well, the Bulls had a comeback attempt, and it almost worked. So uh, clearly he made some adjustments. But again, our offense, very stagnant. Now, I, I get it. We have we have Lonzo Ball coming back. We have Patrick Williams coming back, all before the playoffs, hopefully. But you can't just bet on that. Now, one thing with this, Alex Caruso did not look to have that same energy that he had in his first game back against the Cleveland Cavaliers. But this is why I, I presented and I asked, like, if your defense defensive intensity is built around one player being on, how really good is your defense? Now, again, I know that the Bulls can play better defense. I know when they have Lonzo, when they have Patrick Williams back, it's not just going to hinge on, on Caruso. I know all these things. But if that being said, it's just this was a concerning loss to the Chicago Bulls, and this is not a point in the season where you need to be giving away games. 
to teams like the Sacramento Kings. The Kings are 25 and 45 after beating us last night. This, and I know the Bulls are were they were 500 on the road coming into this game. Now they're 16 and 17 on the road. Still, with all that being said, all of that being thrown out, all of that being said, the Bulls should not have lost this game. They should not have. And it's super frustrating when you hear uh, when you hear the media, when you hear fans question what this team is going to be able to do in the playoffs. It's losses like this that bother the team. It's losses like this that bother the supporters. It's losses like this that keep people from thinking that the Bulls can do or make any noise in the playoffs. Now, again, I will go ahead and levy this and say I've been very vocal on the fact that even if the Bulls end up being a first-round exit, that's not the end, and it's not the end. But when you're facing a team that you should be, when you're facing a team in which you did some things right, right? You did some things right. The Bulls played a terrible, terrible first half of basketball. But to be able to see them come back in the third quarter in the way that they did, let you know that there is something there. But they should have never been in that position. Should have never been in that position. De'Aaron Fox cooked last night, 34 points. Sabonis, 22 points on 6 of 15 shooting. But then it's, it's, it's role players. Like Mitchell getting 16 points. Meadow or Mito, whatever, however the fuck you pronounce his name. Four for seven with 10 points. And 10 points may not sound like a lot, but guess what? He was killing us out there for a minute. The Bulls need to figure this out. This is stuff that it's not just on the team. I know people are going to say Iso Ball, DeMar. They're going to say Vooch, defense, all of that. These are foundational things yet again with this team that are frustrating. Now, I do think that this team is going to rebound. Oh, Lord, do I think they're going to rebound against the Utah Jazz. And I think they're going to come in and, and, and play and, and do some things better against the Utah Jazz. But losses like this are inexcusable at this point in the season. I don't want to hear about injuries. I don't want to hear about none of that at this point because this team had more than enough to beat a team like the Sacramento Kings. But let me know what you guys think down below. Do you think I'm tripping? Do you think I'm off base? Do you think I'm being too hard on the team? I want to hear all of that down from you guys. Uh, well, from you guys down below in the comments. I want to also get into the question that's starting to pop up now with should Zach Levine be sitting into the playoffs? Zach does not look himself. He does not look himself. And I've been very vocal on, hey, it's not how much is Russ really going to do. You know, there's been rumors uh, from people like Joe Cowley who uh, who say that, that you know, be on the lookout for um, Zach possibly getting some offseason surgery once, once the season's over with. Listen, all those things may very well be true and, come and, and happen. But the question, should Zach Levine be sitting into the playoffs? I said, you know, in my pregame show, this is the time where you don't want to sit Zach. He has a day between each game where he can rest up. You want to play him. And really, because it seems like it's going to be management, again, I'm going based off what we've known. Not any speculation, not any rumors. What we know so far is that doctors have said there's no structural issues with his knee. He's seen, he's seen his own doctor, the doctor that originally did his surgery. And he said there's no, they, they rubbed a lubricant on his knee. They, they got some fluid out there. The swelling went down. And it seems, and from what we know so far, it seems to be uncomfortable. Uh, more of a comfort thing but you know those those conversations Zach possibly needing some type of offense uh, uh, offseason surgery whether it be just a draining of the knee right I don't think it's going to be any type of repair thing right so even if Zach does happen to need offseason surgery I don't think it's going to be something that's going to keep him out for a long time again could completely be wrong and I don't say that to make anyone nervous but those those conversations are out there so should Zach Levine be sitting into the playoffs I don't, I don't know about sitting every game to the playoffs, but I'm telling you right now, Zach Levine does not look like Zach Levine. He just doesn't. I don't care what the stat line is. I don't care about any of that. He has stretches of looking like himself, but it, 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 it's something does seem very off with Zach. Um, and like I said, it could just be a comfort. It could be managing pain type thing. It could be a lot of things. Zach is a very tough person, right? He played, what, 13 minutes after tearing his ACL? So I don't know 
if I really don't know where I sit on that. Let me know down below if you where you guys sit on Zach Levine possibly sitting into the playoffs. Zach Levine sitting more games. Uh, I definitely think back to backs. Any back to backs on the rest of the season, Zach should sit one of those back to backs. By what I what I've seen here, I do think that we'll see what happens in the off season. We'll see what that what that means for Zach's free agency as well. Like, are they hiding a surgery because of because of free agency? Again, this is speculation. I am a conspiracy theorist, so I'd be remiss and not being genuine to me if I didn't talk about these type of things. But this all will remain to be seen. I want to hear from you guys and what you think on that down below. So before we end today, I want to talk some about Patrick Williams. So Patrick Williams' return, it's, 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 it's this weird thing, right? He's minimal contact, no contact so far. Well, he was clear for minimal contact. He hasn't really done outside of that control contact thing. We don't know what's going on with Patrick Williams per se. We've got some from original report. Don't be surprised. Or he may return as early as Sunday. Then it came out late March. Uh, here's what, I, what, I, what I'm what i going to say on the Patrick Williams thing because people ask, is that at the end of the day, it's about getting Patrick Williams back for as many games as you can. If you can get him back some five, eight games before the playoffs, you do that. You get him some tune-up games. But getting that playoff experience is going to be key. I think Billy Donovan has also said that Patrick Williams, when he does return, will be starting coming off the bench. And I think that's the right decision. I think that's the right decision, especially when you look at the flow of everything. Now, if he comes back and he plays well and he earns that, and shows, hey, no, I'm ready to start again. All right, but I have no doubt that Billy Donovan will start him. Um, but where it sits everything right now with Patrick Williams, it doesn't look like we're going to get him back before many regular season games. Um, I kind of looked over the bull schedule. If he doesn't come back to the end of March. And so end of March is relative. We got three games that can be considered the end of March. So I'm going to go over them. We got the New York game on the 28th. We got the Washington game on the 29th. And we also have the LA game on the 31st against the Clippers. Now, that 31st game is the game at home. The other two are away. Not to say that that necessarily matters because he has been traveling with the team here recently, but if Patrick Williams is going to return and they want him to return in Chicago, it'll probably be that Clippers game. Uh, that leaves him with six games to tune up before the playoffs. Um, and I think that's a nice amount of time. I would like to see him come back against, against, uh, the, uh, against the Knicks. Um, that will leave him eight games, and that's the team that he went down on. There's some pettiness to that reasoning. Um, but with all that being said, it's still not that far away. End of March really isn't that far away. We're at the 15th of March, which is crazy how, how fast this month has gone by already. Um, but the return of Patrick Williams, this is what I'm going to say about that. I don't think we should expect much from Patrick Williams. And by that, I don't mean not to see his defense. I don't mean you don't want to see him take certain strides. I don't mean that you, we should just expect nothing from him. But for example, look how long it took Kobe White to really get back to looking good. It took Kobe about 10 games, if not more than that, before Kobe White really started being consistent. Um, and so because of that, I don't know. Being out of basketball for as many months as Patrick Williams has been out of basketball, I don't know how much we should expect to see. But with that being said, I still am excited. I still do want to get him back before the end of the season. I still want to get him playoff experience because that, again, as we've been saying on this channel, it's not just about this season. We have seasons ahead of that. And that playoff experience can pay huge dividends for the Chicago Bulls in the future, getting him that experience in this season. But the Bulls got to get back healthy. The Lonzo Ball situation. I don't know what, how to make heads or tails right now with the Lonzo Ball situation. I've been trying to wait to see if we get anything, hear anything. And it really seems like mum's the word when it comes to Lonzo Ball's injury. Now, that could mean that, you know, maybe he is more healthy than they're letting on. They just want to Make sure that knee is fully going. He trusts that giving him that extra time to really uh, to, for him to trust that knee when he comes back could be a lot of those things. But at the end of the day, you know, health has always been the focus. And I've been saying that I'm going to be consistent in saying that health has always been the focus for me. Um, we will start looking at 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 
at positioning and, and, and seating a little bit closer here. We're getting up towards, we got 14 games left in the season. So this is around the time where we are going to start watching seating very closely. But with all that being said, you know, the Bulls, they need to get it together. I would like to see them, um, I would like to see them rebound, re- rebound well and come back well. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, and also just read something uh, with Lonzo Ball, just was, was tweeted out. This one came from Bulls on Tap. That it seems like Lonzo has a few hurdles left to clear, but it seems like he's actually, now they're saying he is the next bull to return from injury. So whereas we heard before that maybe Patrick Williams was ahead of him, seems like that maybe is flip-flop now. And so that goes back to saying that maybe he was a little bit more healthy. They're just being a little bit more um, uh, protective over Lonzo Ball and when he comes back from injury. The Bulls need, need to do some work. I want to hear from you, all you guys down below and what you think about everything that was said in today's video. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a voicemail, the number to do that is 773-270-2799. That's it. See red, don't be red. Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.